Fitness with us Tuesdays from the AJC's Dog Nation. Just how big, how enormous is the Carson Beck news that he's coming back? Oh, it's it's huge, Bill, and I and I just published a story to that effect. I mean, this is the most important thing that's happened in college football's off season in terms of the 2024 season that Carson Beck is returning to Georgia. Uh, he's the most pivotal player that that was out there um, in terms of what he can do for the Georgia program and what this means for the rest of the free agent signing period. It's like we got to reprogram ourselves a little bit. I mean, this free agent signing period is so big in college football. You think about it, and, you know, we're so conditioned to recruiting, 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 and, you know, Georgia loses a recruit yesterday, and it's like, eh, so what? You know, that was that was going to help you in two or three years. This tells you that Georgia is in the hunt next year. Georgia's got plenty of time to get another quarterback, whether it's through the portal or sign another five-star next year, and it really just kind of uh, minimizes, I think, um, you know, some of the, the recruiting. Now, there's people that follow recruiting and will point out that, these freshmen that are signing are absolutely the foundation, and you need to continue to recruit well. But the free agency period takes priority because it's the immediate. Who you get now determines next year. You might get one or two at this level, one or two impact freshmen, maybe. Caleb Downs, kind of a, a recent example at, uh, uh, at Alabama. Brock Bowers was a key a freshman at Georgia. But that's kind of the exception, not the rule. Free agency – um, you know, you're looking at keeping Carson back in school with whatever negotiation and deal they worked out. You know, and now maybe Georgia moves on to ETN, the talented Florida back that's out there, another immediate fit for the Georgia program, guy that wants to win a championship and from all indications would fit the culture. And what kind of player is Gunnar Stockton as the backup? He's a backup. He's, uh, you know, been there a year and um, – you know, why are we talking about the backup today? They just signed a quarterback that could have been a first-round draft pick. I mean, it, if you're asking if they'll go to the portal to get another quarterback, um, you know, now that they're only signing one top-ten quarterback, of course they had two, Dylan Rayola flipped, um, going to school where his dad played, where his uncle coached, really not a big surprise in light of the circumstance. Uh, the question is, does Georgia carry three or four? Um, you know, Stockton's a, a mobile quarterback. Um, you know, a, a decent quarterback. I don't think anybody, you know, is ready to declare him a championship-level quarterback. And uh, I don't know if Georgia goes out and gets a, another veteran quarterback through the portal uh, now that they've got a, a championship team with back-back, uh, uh, kind of a guy that would be ready to step in with some experience. I mean, we've, we've seen how important that is. Um, you know, I remember 2021 when, when JT Daniels, who won seven in a row, uh, you know, went down with an injury. It, it, they had a guy in, in uh, Stetson Bennett who had had some experience as the starter. I mean, Stetson was third string behind Carson Beck, if you'll remember, and he actually jumped back in the pecking order because of that experience, and they needed to plug him in. So I kind of wonder if maybe Georgia goes out and gets an experienced guy in the portal at quarterback. Um, you know, there's a lot of other priorities. Uh, receivers are needed. An offensive tackle is needed. I mentioned ETN. Um, there's some key guys on defense. Georgia needs to make sure they bring back – you know, guys that could go either way um, in terms of going to the NFL or coming back for another year. Griff, apparently, and I'm sure you've looked into this, London Humphreys from Christ Presbyterian here who played at Vanderbilt is is going to Georgia. It's not confirmed, but I hear yeah. that's 100%. Well, that's great. I mean, that's that's exactly the kind of player that we're talking about. You know, when you think about 
Georgia losing Brock Bowers and, and likely Lad McConkey. I mean, it's not official yet, but unless something crazy happens, Lad's gone too. You've got to replace your top two pass catchers. And, um, you know, it speaks well for Vanderbilt that they're able to develop players that can go on and have success at SEC schools. And ATN at Florida, apparently George is the lead team there. Yep, we just we talked about that. And um he's you know, he's a great running back. I don't think he really got used a lot at Florida. Um, you know, kinda makes me wonder, you know, where does Georgia go with Dejon Edwards? I think Dejon probably needs another year. Um and he needs uh he needs a really good off season. You know, he was injured last year uh at the start of the season and missed the first couple games. I'd like you know, I'd like to see him have a healthy off season and a healthy start to the season and um, you know, I think him and ETN would be a good one-two punch for sure. What happened with Marvin Jones? Um, I guess he wasn't good enough to stay at Georgia. I mean, they've got other really great outside linebacker prospects coming up. And, um, you know, sometimes kids, uh, you know, have needs or wants that, that don't fit, um, you know, Georgia's model of, of splitting time, um, you know, with these positions and rotating. But, uh, you know, I didn't think he had the impact that I think a lot of people thought that he might last year. And, um, you know, sometimes when that happens, um, you know, kids decide they want to go somewhere else. I'm pretty sure he's a legacy player from Florida State. So, uh, you know, you go somewhere where maybe you, you feel a bit more comfortable and, um, you know, maybe Georgia can't, you know, make you the promises or give you the deal that you want. So um, not a big loss for Georgia. Um, a lot of talent coming up. Um you know, there's there's collateral damage every year. I mean, um, you know, look at Jamon Dumas Johnson. I mean, that guy was a uh, All American in 2021, or excuse me, uh, 2022. Uh, you know, suffered the forearm injury, had a few off season issues. You know, a couple young lions come up through the ranks, Raylan Wilson and C.J. Allen, and all of a sudden it's you know J.D.J. is going to have some competition at the position, and you know probably has an NIL deal lined up somewhere else. Um, where he can go play immediately, and it's a sure thing. Whereas at Georgia, you know, he he would have really been in a battle for playing time with those rising sophomores. Mike the Mad Dog Noonan, Georgia. Ask Griff, does Carson Beck's decision to come back inspire other players to do the same? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it makes all the difference in the world. I mean, you've got a quarterback that can take you to a championship. I mean, if you give back – uh, you know, the healthy receivers that he had against Kentucky when they put 50 on Kentucky or when they put 50 on Ole Miss, if, 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 if Alabama plays that Georgia team, they lose, right? Um, I would also say that if Texas played the Alabama team that Georgia saw, that Georgia saw Alabama would have beat that Texas team. I mean, look, we're at a place now in college football where there's enough parity, where when you play teams, uh, has a lot to do with, with how, you know, what they're going to do. It's no different than the NFL. Teams get hot and cold, right? I mean, Philadelphia Eagles looked a lot better early in the season than they do right now. Um, you know, that's just the nature of the game. It's a brutal sport, and injuries and uh, physicalities and schedules uh, take a toll. And, um, you know, Bama caught Georgia at the right time. Give them credit, um, you know. But when Carson Beck and Georgia were rolling, um, I, I don't think anybody uh, would have beat the Georgia team that I saw, uh, you know, early November, uh, mid-October. And tomorrow they'll start signing what right now is ranked the top class in America, recruiting. Yeah, well, by the way, right? I mean, yeah. but again, you know, it's interesting, though, isn't it, Bill, how, how free agency trumps that? You know, the immediacy of free agency, um, you know, and I know there's people that follow recruiting, and they always will, but, but what's happened now with the portal is recruiting isn't the four-year commitment that you thought it was. 
it's it's a year to year deal. It's a negotiation, and you hope that you know out of these twenty five or thirty guys you sign, you hope that you know twelve or fourteen of them get to the finish line. But the reality of it is, half of them aren't going to make it through four years at an elite program. They're going to transfer out. They're going to go somewhere else where there's a better deal. And you know, if you sign at Georgia, you're pretty elite. Um, but then you got to take the elite of the elite that start, and then the ones that don't start, like or or don't pan out. Or, or don't meet expectations, you know, like like a Marvin Jones. You know, they, they end up going somewhere else where there's a better opportunity for them. Hey, listen, uh, the ACC Player of the Year was a guy named Jermaine Johnson that was here as Georgia as a backup to Aziz Adjulari, and and uh, you know Georgia hated to lose Jermaine. Um, you know, and he went down to Florida State and and won ACC Player of the Year, and he's an unbelievable player, and he's still you know friends with all the Georgia players. Um, he left, and Georgia won a championship. You know, everybody got what they wanted. Jermaine wanted to start and be the guy, and have all these All American numbers, and and he was able to do that and be a first round pick. It worked out great for him, and and Georgia went on and won a championship without him. It worked out great for everybody. So there's an abundance of talent at Georgia. Kirby's got it working. He's got the momentum, and Georgia signing Carson Beck serves notice. They're not going anywhere. They're going to be back atop the SEC battle in Alabama again next season. Jim in Brunswick, Georgia, says, Griff, what other needs does Georgia have portal-wise? Offensive tackle, wide receiver, uh, running back. Um, I don't know if there's any elite defensive tackles out there. Um, I think there's a couple that we've talked about before, uh, but, but those would be the ones. You can always even even as good as Georgia has been, probably better than anybody in America on the D line the last X number of years. But if there's a dude out there, I think you take him, no matter what. If Jalen sure. Carter's back, and Georgia I'd wasn't take one. Georgia wasn't great. To be clear, um, you know you got to give Alabama props. Alabama uh, yeah. beat Georgia at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the line of scrimmage in the SEC championship game. Um, you can say it was because Georgia was worn down or whatever, but the bottom line is. Uh, Alabama was the better team uh, in Atlanta and deserved to go to the playoff. I mean, just make no mistake about it. The Crimson Tide got a second chance and a new life after losing to um, uh, Texas. And they came through the front door and, and beat a, a Georgia team that had won 29 in a row. Um, they, Georgia forgot how to lose. Um, wasn't Georgia at their sharpest, but you know what? That's, that's how it goes. There were games Alabama had to win. I think they barely got by Arkansas this season uh, when they weren't at their sharpest. So, uh, football is a funny game like that. Um, I'll be real interested to see how the playoffs pan out. Um, you know, Georgia's going to play Florida State in Orange Bowl. They've got a streak of six straight bowl wins, six straight top ten finishes, 19 straight wins when Kirby's had more than a week to prepare. Um, seniors could be the winningest class ever. This would be their 50th win. Uh, so, you know, Georgia's got a lot to play for down there in uh, Miami as well. Mike Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation. Griff. Merry Christmas. We'll see you next Tuesday. All right. I look forward to it, Bill. Thank you. There he is. Mike Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation. Does a good job. Craig in North Augusta, South Carolina. Build it back. Get that four million. You got something. I'm sure he's well taken care of. What that number is, who knows? I promise you it's seven figures. That's not a general answer. That, well, that is a general answer. It's not a specific answer because I don't know. Gator Dave when we come back.
Commentators break down the podcast. Omni Nashville Hotel.